So Christian, this is episode five zero. Let's let's test this hypothesis. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna test this out. It's gonna be an interesting episode. Dude, why are you doing this on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of pressure. This is episode five zero. Initially, I was like, "Damn, like this big, big five zero meant to do something special." But I think if we just do our usual episode, I think that's sort of the gist. We just do our usual thing. Maybe we'll make it a bit longer. We'll go on more topics. We have a, a few things to react to. But, but I'm pretty excited and I'm thankful that you've been on this journey with me, Christian, for the last fifty episodes. Oh man, I'm appreciative that I can just be here. You know, fifty like. We, we'll say it again, we always say it. We started last year, August, on a car ride. We're like, you know what? It's always something that I wanted to try and do. So, you know what? Let's do it. Let's let, let's give it a go. And 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Sounds nice, like 50, 50 episodes. You're like one of the few, like, on the car rides. Like, I was just shocked that after three hours, we're just still talking. I was like, this has yeah. never, ever happened before. Like, in every single car ride I've done with other people, usually I'm just trying to come up with things to talk with. But um, you're just like this unique person where you're able to really, you know, get the most out of me. I'm able to just talk hours and hours with you, uh, whether it's like the, the good, you have good questions, you're generously curious you're humble at the same time it's like a mix of all these things where i end up just like thriving and i obviously have to snap and i'll be like oh stop talking about myself how things on your end christian so you're like like now i'm on the other side of the table where usually it's usually the other way around where people like i'm just they're just talking about themselves um, and then i end up just talking about myself when i'm with you so i usually have to snap out of it but that's like an amazing trait you have christian just wanted to say it Generally, really appreciate that. Well, wow. like <laughs> generally, I thank you. But at the same time, I think it works well. I think we go back and forth really well. And at the same time, I know that you know sometimes you can talk to people and they can get carried away themselves. But at the same time, I know that when you talk to people, I know that sometimes you don't get the light of day. So like it doesn't really like at the end of the day, I'm still curious. You know what I mean? So, but in saying all that, we have reached 50 episodes. It is quite a milestone because. Like, I didn't think I'd get in, this invested into it either. Like, I, it is something I always wanted to do. But you know what? Take it week by week as it goes. And I genuinely, like, I was just looking back at the YouTube channel the other day, obviously, because we used to post on your main channel. And so taking, I think it was like 20 weeks worth of content and then shifting it directly onto a brand new channel obviously it takes time to pick up like we were uploading what 20 episodes a day oh no like, 20 episodes one, over 20 days over 20 days that's it yeah and you know in doing so it seems like you know it's quite new in the sense that 50 on the new channel doesn't seem like that long because we started posting only like a little bit of time ago but it, it has been culminated over a year and it's kind of just like Damn. so yeah you know what grateful to everyone that listens appreciative and look let's 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 see how far we can keep going this because obviously next year it might be a little bit harder because of time constraints with a new job of mine and everything and i'm assuming obviously it'll get busy but you know what at the end of the day we make time for the things that we want to do so yeah today is going to be a bit different we'll react to a few different things there's a few little topics that have um happened in the past couple of weeks but you know what How, how's things on your end what's everything been happening anything new anything different anything exciting things have been great a few one big light bulb moment i definitely want to share later on but i'm really excited to like react to our episode one to three so our riddell our amazing editor who's also been with us for the last 50 episodes and that's something i always forget so thank you riddell for putting these edits together i really appreciate you you've been here behind the scenes and you've been doing an amazing job with the channel we're changing all the different thumbnails but i'm excited to watch this super cut of episode one to three well what's your hypothesis i haven't watched it yet christian he said to me i was like no i'm gonna watch it together for the first time with christian what's your thoughts yeah no it's good that you decided to watch it together for the first time but yeah i'll let go of that thank you riddell 
because like I said, I was looking through all the episodes. We've covered a lot of topics that we think about it, you know, now that we like go through, we've covered a lot in a short period of time. And like one of the things I always worry about is like, will topics ever run out? Oh, how do we keep it going? How do we keep it authentic and everything? But I think if we look back at episodes one to three, I think for me, I was quite nervous to be on camera. I'm not going to lie, like to be on camera, the whole thought process of, you know, being on camera, then getting, getting on, on YouTube and then everything. Now I'm just like, I got my tea in my hand. I'm just like sipping away as you talk. I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I remember when we did our first episode and we were picking the thumbnail for the first one. I was like, oh, I don't like that thumbnail. I don't like how <laughs> now Riddell just sends it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just, just post it. I don't, <laughs> yeah. just don't care anymore. I could look like an idiot. I could look a little bit, you know, my face. I don't like the way that my face looks, but I'm just like, you know what? Just, just post it. But yeah, I think we'll, from my point of view, you'll see a little bit more of a like a, an, a, a like a little timid, a little bit shyness on my end. Although it might not seem it, but I will be. But I think on your end as well, you'll be like, it's like a new venture you're starting. So you're like curious, you're in, intrigued into how it's going to go. But I think it'll, I think you'll, you'll be pleasant, pleasantly surprised as to the growth that we've both had. Because like right now I'm like the current version of me right now. I'm this is zen, chill sort of version of Andy. So I'm curious, like my maybe like I don't know, like maybe back then I was just like over energized entrepreneur businessman. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm really excited to watch this with you <laughs> and get a live reaction. Yeah, mate, you still are. You still are the businessman. You still are the entrepreneur. What are you talking about? Yeah, but let's let's dive straight into it. Let, let's have keys. All right. Ah, so immediately. I was like so scared and shy of like my face being on camera that I was like wearing a hoodie. I had my headphones on top. The headphones I didn't care about, but I was wearing a hoodie because I was like, oh shit, I don't know. Like, and I'm like moving back and forth so much. And then like one of my friends, I watched it. He goes, bro, just sit still. Like, why are you moving around? It's irritating. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, that's very true because I was so nervous. You know what I mean? So like immediately, like I'm just like, I like, oh god damn it, but. You had braces one year ago. We forget that. You got it off. You remember? Yeah, you're right. I do have braces. Like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm like, really? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying. That's the thing I've noticed. Like, now I'm like, sort of just like myself. I just sort of do whatever. And then I'm yep. sort of having fun day to day. But back then, I was really trying, <laughs> which is a good right, thing. Yeah, but yeah. It's a good thing. But let's keep it going. I was going to stop it every two minutes. I just wanted to make that clarification off of that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We'll watch the whole thing and we'll, we'll react after. Uh, your business being going through the rat race and trying to make my way out, etc. I think I'm good. I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped. This is like a perfect one. <laughs> What's the definition of trying to get out of the rat race? What do you mean by that, Christian? Trying to get some pleasure and add in to become it, add in myself, um, and start becoming automated as well. Jesus is crazy. And, well, 
$10,000 back then? Yeah, so cheap back then. Dude, I can't believe we were talking about Bitcoin when it was $10,000. I know, dude. I know. And like, we've talked about it a few times more, but it's like what? Last time I checked, 48 k Yeah. Oh, bro. We should have chucked the whole mortgage on that at that time. Man. A 5x return. And we're talking about lockdown. We forget. That was like a lockdown a year ago. I know. Much has changed in that department. Jeez. But yeah, this is so this is pretty good. We'll continue watching. Okay, let's go. Okay. Oh, nice. Thank you so much, Rodell. Amazing edit. I love that edit. Thank you, Adele. Well, I know that would have taken some time as well. Appreciate it, Adele. Bang, bang. But my Damn. God, I, I took a few notes of some things that I found interesting that are still applicable today, one year on. But oh my God. Oh, what, what are your initial reactions right off the bat? Initial reaction? One, we like talk about a lot of universal concepts that are still prevalent today. Um, it's like, you know how like song people, like all these artists, they try to like make songs that last forever. Freaking pain is like for temporary, but music or art lasts forever. That's sort of like the, the episodes I did, we did, I guess. We talked about pretty sort of broad topics. One, I was surprised how a lot of the topics we talked about then, we sort of still talk about today. Um, but, it, but it's changed, like the lockdown has changed. Like back then we are worried about like fires and shit, like Australian fire. Um, crypto is like now booming and, and can't believe we talked about it that early on. We're like predictors, I guess. You know, as I'm talking, I, I'm just like a bit self-conscious because I'm thinking that this is going to get clipped for when we're reacting to it, when we're like at episode 500. So I'm like, Fuck, I'm talking to episode 500 Andy right now. Let's not trip over myself. Um, but yeah, what's your thoughts? I think, no, you're right. We do talk about like universal concepts and, you know, because we created a TikTok and it's one of those things where I never really thought it would like, you know, reach an audience of people my age, my friends or whatever. Then my friends start seeing it and then, 
you know, they knew that I've been doing it, but, you know, some people, like, not everyone listens to podcasts and you can't really force them to, you know what I mean? But at the same time, TikTok, you know, makes it easy for them to digest the content. And they see it and they're like, oh, dude, you actually talk about some pretty sick stuff. And I was like, thinking back, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we do, bro. We, we talk about some pretty sick concepts because they're timeless concepts. They are centered around like mindset, mentality, you know, different experiences. And like, you're right, we did touch on a lot of things. I'm just blown away the last time that the first time we talked about crypto is like, you just asked me, dude, so what are your thoughts on crypto? And then a year on from then, or A, I think that was like what, early September, late August when we first talked about it, or mid September, 10,000 USD. Immediately a year on, you can see a media comparison. 48, 49, 47, somewhere around that thousand USD. And I held off on putting money into that for so long. I think you dabbled in it a little bit, like you didn't have much money in it, but you had like maybe a thousand or so. Right. Obviously you got a portfolio now. And I didn't I didn't get into it until like a few months ago, right? And I was just like, damn, like back then it was like that. And then a few other topics that I have here, we talked about 20 years ago in the first episode, being a radio host was impossible because for people like us, it's it was impossible. Whereas, you know, anyone can just buy a microphone, have a laptop. Like our setup isn't even amazing. I'm literally using my laptop camera, right? I, I always tell myself, I'm going to improve, I'm going to improve, but we'll see how we can go about that. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. 20 years ago, we couldn't be that. We talked about decentralization, crypto as an alternative currency, like some things I was just like, God damn it. But like, you know why we were cringing a little bit? Because we were showing emotion. We were like caring about the topics that we talked about with like showing a little bit of passion. And that's why we're just like, ah, God damn it. But at the same time, if you don't, then how can you engage with the audience? You know, it's just like looking back on it. Yeah, it's like, ah, like I'm used to hearing my voice now, but it's just like, yeah. It was pretty dope. I really enjoyed that. I think I'm just happy that like we've grown so much. I think at the time that that was perfect. That's who we were at the time. And we'll probably have the exact same reaction when we're like, I don't know, in, in a year's time from now, it's weird how like, that's only like, I've noticed like, since I'm on the path of growth, personal development, I'm always wanting to be like a better version of myself. It feels like it's never ending. Um, and, and I am curious if there is a plateau the sort of people who I follow, like the people who reinvent themselves the most are like actors and artists. And you can see how they're just constantly changing. Or Justin Bieber, he's always evolving, different haircuts, the way he dresses. He's like a new, if you do like a 2012, 2013, 24, like a line, every year he looks like an older version of himself and he's grown and evolved. And, and it feels like there's like no end to it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see uh, what future Andy gets up to like that saying that we toyed around and mentioned a while ago you either evolve or you be extinct you evolve or you be extinct you know what i mean but like yeah i 100 percent agree at the same time like i'm looking back on it and i'm thinking at that time i was like uncertain about a lot of things my future i was still in uni i was like thinking of i only just finished uni like last semester but like i was still you know hardcore in uni i was still thinking about a lot of different things and worried and everything and anxious but I think the one thing that we've both learned over a year is like the more that you worry about the future, the more angsty you are and everything. Do you harbor any anger? If you harbor hate or anger, you're living in the past. Like you just got to be content with where you are in the present. And then from there, you can move on and keep going. So like, you know, now I'm content in the sense that I'm content with where I am in terms of a place. Whereas back then I could tell, I could just look at myself and I can tell like, oh yeah, a bit angsty and everything, but you know, I'm content. I'm, I'm happy with that. And seeing that actually, it, it's good to see, you know, it's an eye opener. It's, it shows the growth that we've had as two people doing this. We've learned a lot and yeah, wow. Now I'm just more motivated to keep going to the next 50. Keep it, keep it going step by step, you know, because it sounds daunting as hell when you keep saying 500, 500. I'm just like, God damn it, bro. That's, I'm going to be old as hell. I'm going to be 25. I'm 25 soon, quarter century. But step by step, let's go. Bro, I'm 23. I'm 25 in two years, bro. What the hell? But yeah, man, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen. I'm keen. Yeah. Talking about growth, big thing this week. So like, you know, people talk about never bottling things up. Recently, one of my oldest friends, I just sort of like 
told him everything. And it was weird because like, he's like a really cool friend. He has my back. But it was like all these little things, like individually, if I said it, it just makes me seem like a dickhead. Even accumulatively, say each one made me feel like a dickhead, but it was sort of needed to get our relationship to the next level because like we went from now I'm able to, rather than hanging out with him for three days and getting sick, now I could probably hang out with him for like seven days straight. Um, and like now I'm able to like tap into that new level of honesty where any little thing that goes on, I'm able to just say it straight away without that feeling of like, of reserve. So like being able to not bottle things up, like I think that's sort of why a lot of relationships sort of break because it's, it's like that it works on the surface. You ignore and you brush away little things, but those little things add up. And they can cause a wedge later down the road. And that's something that I've discovered. That I was like, wow, this is really important. And I think I need to start doing this more and more. Like little things that, that make me feel a certain way. I should just be honest about it and not let it build up. Because then it'll build up to this massive list that you then are like, again, the nothing thing I learned, it's not their fault. Like they don't know. And then I was surprised. He was more than happy to hear me out and, and listen to these things. And there wasn't, the biggest thing I was scared of was like it sort of backfiring on me. Um, and, and it didn't, and it just sort of, that was like a huge light bulb moment that I had this week that I wanted to share with you, Christian. Communication is key, isn't it? It's key in terms of figuring out a relationship between two people. But at the same time, what made you, what was a catalyst for you? Like just laying it all out on the table, being like this, 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 this is how I feel. What's up? Like something would have happened. So like obviously if it's like just like you can just confirm if something happened for you to like, you know, feel that way in terms of laying it out on the table. But something definitely happened, right? In terms of you needing to lay it out. So like recently we've been just hanging out a lot, hanging out a lot more. So we live locally and due to lockdown, there's, you know, he's not working. So we just have a lot more time. And we've been hanging out with a lot, like more than we usually do. So that's already one thing. And two, when it comes to the vaccine, we have opposite views. <laughs> He's an anti-vaxxer. I'm pretty neutral, I don't really care. But like, it's a bit like, I don't want to hear about anti-vaxxing shit. Or like, I don't like, I'm open to hear, but I get triggered when there's like, you're just pulling shit from the air. And usually uh, those like two options, I either try to argue with it, try that route, but then it just led to nowhere because you know, everyone's strong in their point of views. Or I try to just ignore, like don't say anything and just be silent. But now I'm drained and I'm tired by the end of the time we hang out. And then caught up again. And I was like, dude, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe Like, I feel really like I'm not pissed. I'm not angry. It's like, like when we talk about these political things and that was a start, it was weird. It was trying to get into it and slowly built up into just like letting everything out. Even just me saying, hey, I got a list of things that I want to read out was like already nerve wracking. And, and, and from his point of view, it's like, it's, it's coming out of the, you know, coming out of the blue sort of. So, so I understand from his point of view. So that's sort of the catalyst. Yeah. But at the same time, like personally for me, I'd appreciate it if someone came up to me like, Hey, you know, I'm feeling this type of way. I'm feeling this type of way about the way you do things or anything, because then I can take a step back and reassess myself because as it is i always like you know i don't second guess myself but i always like try to put myself in another person's point of view when i'm talking to them or like after i've had a conversation with them and then like i'm still like yeah shit, maybe i maybe i overshared or maybe i you know not overstayed my welcome in the conversation but like um talk too much or um didn't ask enough questions or like just simple shit like that where it can obviously irritate people so yeah i i think personally i would appreciate it if someone came up to me and told me even if it's just about my work ethic or whatever either like just anything just be like hey look you know i think this this is this because that's the only way you can move forward right otherwise you can't move forward and like even if you felt a type of way about me i i i, I reckon you'd pull me up on it like i'd hope you'd pull me up on it as well but um yeah, like it's good to hear that, you know, you laid it out because it's one of those things where if you don't, you're right, it drains you and then you just keep going and then you're just like, ah, so you either air it out or you don't or you learn to live with it. And at the end of the day, 
whatever happens happens everything happens for a reason you know what i mean so if you air it out and they take it bad you've done your piece it is what it is you know but yeah look at that growth broker there you go growth so christian this is episode five zero let's let's test this hypothesis oh, <laughs> i'm gonna test this out it's gonna be a juicy episode why are you doing this on the podcast <laughs> Oh, all right, hit me, hit me. Uh, I've been trying to think of like the best way to approach this. Now, this is just like a little thing, but that's the point of this this exercise. It's like little things. Well, here we go. I, I was thinking through the week, like how do I position this with Christian? So let's maybe start with like a metaphor. So imagine I was like hanging out with like a billionaire. And the billionaire was just like really honest, was like, Andy, how you been? I'm like, good, how about you? Yeah, you know, it's been a pretty iffy week trying to figure out like the accounting. Like right now, we've been just spending too much money. There's like not enough savings. We're just figuring it out. And this is coming from a billionaire. And little me, I reply, yeah, man, like um, you got to like balance things out, like have like 25% in like stocks, hold like 50% in cash, have enough cash for like 12 months sort of worth of expenses and have like another 25% just invested in the company. Now from the billionaire's point of view, he's gonna be like, well, why is he like giving me advice? Like, yes, I guess that makes sense. Two, he's probably like, dude, it's not as simple as it seems. Like I haven't gotten here from like breaking it down into like 50%, 25%, 25%. There's more to the picture you haven't seen. So that's sort of his initial gut feeling. So that's the metaphor. Now let's try to dig into me. So over the last few episodes, Christian, I do talk about things like happiness, um, emotions, um, me dealing with sort of procrastinations, like me like spending up, um, staying up to like 4 p.m. that night, just watching a bunch of TV shows, or me not being able to be really productive. Um, or me just trying to find myself like me I'm always like I want to try to find who I am I want to be confident in myself now a lot of you know I've probably found myself ever since I dropped out of uni I may not find myself but I was probably confident since I dropped out of uni when I got back from America I've always been confident but even then I haven't really started finding myself so usually when I do share these things um, and your response it's not like you just probably don't know you usually like are like yeah, man, you, you, you got to find yourself. Oh, yeah, man, you, you got to stop watching um, TV. You got to, you know, just sleep at night. Like, that's crazy. Just, you know, just stop watching TV and just sleep at night. The, the, the way I feel when I get that response from you, Christian, one, like, imagine if, for example, um, I gave you three months worth of salary and you, you didn't have to work and you had to figure out how to make a business. So you had all this freedom, you had money, but then you didn't know what to do, I wouldn't be surprised if you procrastinated. Now, obviously, I might be wrong. So a lot of these things where I'm saying, like, for example, even just then talking about being able to truly open up to people, it's like a really difficult thing that a lot of people don't do. So when you reply, yeah, man, you just got to be open, you can't bottle things up. It's like, dude, when's the last time you had an honest conversation with someone? It's much tougher than it seems. So that was me looking at it out. I'm curious, what's your reaction to that? Um, obviously, Christian, you're an amazing person. That doesn't no, affect no, anything, no. by the way. You're amazing. I love you. No, like even when you mentioned that the other day, as to like staying up until 3 a.m., like afterwards, I, you know, after the conversation, I was like, yeah, look, I obviously don't know exactly what's going on and I don't expect to always know exactly what's going on. So there's obviously a reason for anyone feeling a type of way all the time. So like... When you tell me, you know, you're staying up until 3 a.m., if anyone tells me they're staying up until 3 a.m., my immediate response is like, dude, that's not good for your health, no matter what. Because at the end of the day, I'll look out for you as a person, all bullshit aside, all any external factors aside. I'll look out for, not look out for, but I'll like, you know, just let you know, like, you know, that's just not, it's not, it's not like good for your health at all. Because health is key. Health is number one, right? Everyone knows health is, health is wealth. So like, 
from my point of view, if I'm like, you know, giving advice about like small menial shit with like heaps of shit going on in the background, obviously, I know that you have heaps of shit going on in the background, but when you break it down to a fundamental human, because you're a human, right? As as much as you can be an entrepreneur or a billionaire, if you can, you can be whatever the you are, I don't give a shit. At the end of the day, you're a human, you know what I mean? So I'll break it down to you on a human level and I'll just be like, look, if you're saying I'm to 3am, I know you might have, you know, shit going on, but at the end of the day, look, health is wealth. You've got to take care of yourself. And, you know, you, you might have a reason for, you know, procrastinating or staying up until 3am. And, you know, I completely get that. But at the end of the day, what makes you and I different also makes us the same in the sense that we're still humans and we still have to take care of ourselves. And if you don't do that, yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. Like, do you, like I can, do you think that staying up until 3am was healthy in that, in that, in that stage? But there's obviously reasons for you doing that, but do you think it was like healthy? Just for anyone, for anyone, for anyone. Sometimes you need to let that out. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you say yes, you know what I mean? And that's fine. But for me, my point of view is like, yeah, I'll be coming at it from like a, from like an emotional perspective in the sense that, hey man, take care of yourself. But yeah, dude, 100%. Like, there's just no point in trying to sometimes like in that conversation, in that present point in time when you're like, you know, you let it out to someone and then they're like, oh yeah, just do this, this, this. There's no point trying to be like, bro, you don't understand, you know what I mean? Because I feel that I have sometimes those moments as well where I'm just like, bro, you don't understand to anyone that, right? So it's like, yeah, 100%, I understand where you come from. But it's one of those things. That's what makes us similar, also different, you know what I mean? So it's 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 different for everyone. It's different for everyone. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's tough to say those things. And it's not even a big thing, but... Like, I wanted to just start that because when, when I can say that, now when something does happen, now we sort of have that sort of mutual respect and understanding where we can bring things up because like that, we've sort of broke the ice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's it. That, it's like an icebreaker. Like another thing yeah, happens... It's, it's, it's not even that deep, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that deep to anyone. So it's like, it's complete, like, it's understandable. Everyone's going through their own shit at different points in time and it's not that deep. But yeah, man, like, it is what it is so another crazy topic this afternoon like i was telling one of my friends that i'm i'm afraid of death i'm scared to die you know i have a you know and you know his instant reaction was like huh that's strange i'm not scared of death at all same thoughts ran with the mind like just even having the confidence to say that you're you're scared of death if that's like already like difficult and you to nonchalantly say that you're not scared of death it's like i'm a bit iffy now what i realize is there's like sort of levels to this shit where like when i was young when i was in university when i was grinding when i didn't have anything to lose i didn't give a shit if i died like i'm happy if i died it is what it is and that's probably where he is but then when you start gaining some success, when you start having employees, start looking after people, when you start building things, when life starts getting really good, of course you're scared to lose it. And obviously the next level is get, getting back to that, like really appreciate each day to the fullest and not being afraid of death at all. Um, so that's something I want to share. And this sort of ties in with our last topic of not being able to relate where I'm like, okay, like, I, I guess you're not afraid of death, but really, I know it's because you got nothing to lose. Um, but at the same time, I might be wrong. Maybe he is fearless, and that's something I need to learn from. And I'm able to say that as well. Um, but yeah, what's your thoughts on that, Christian? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, see, that's all you need to do. You just need to break it down, you know what I mean? It's still like, why you might, like, personally, it's not really a question I've really thought about. Hey, am I afraid of death? Immediately, I can just say no as an immediate, like, knee-jerk response. I can just say no because I'm just kind of like, if I die, I die. Like, it is what it is. Like, you can't change it. But with any train of thought that you have, there's different ways of coming about a final conclusion. Your train of thought is from a, let's say, life objective perspective in the sense that if you die, you know, you spend so much time building all the, like, correct, you, correct me if I'm wrong. What I got from that is like, you know, you're building up so many things. You've spent a lot of time investing time, money, energy into building your business, etc. 
and the fear of death comes from like not being able to see through out those things to the end is that's kind of what it is yeah that's like pretty close like i think if i were to pinpoint it's like damn like life is finally getting good i'm finally figuring shit out i'm finally content happy fulfilled it would suck if i died today <laughs> that's how i feel yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, like, see, just breaking it down like that. So, like, my thing is, like, before, like, saying a statement, just, you could just be, like, just for the understanding of the other person in the future, you know, obviously, if they come back at you and just be like, oh, I'm not afraid of death. Like, everyone has different train of thoughts, like I said, right? So, like, um, that person just wouldn't realize you'd be like, dude, I realized recently I'm scared of death because, you know, I've spent so much time doing all this and I'm just like, shit man like if i die it's gonna essentially just be all for nothing you know what i mean because that's at the end of the day that's what it comes down to because but at the same time you don't really need to explain yourself to another person because you can just you know you're just letting your thoughts out off your chest but it's i don't know think about it am i scared of death uh, you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say on a limb here i'm not scared of death and in, in this present point in time i'm not scared of death i'm gonna say that and i'm gonna say that because yeah, unlike you, I don't really have any. Obviously, my family. I wouldn't be shit to see my family go, um, leave my family and everything. But yeah, like I'm, I'm in a point at the moment where like it is what it is, and that's hundred percent. That's the reason why we're doing this. That's why we are the opposites of each other. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, like I, I can see what you mean. And then the, it kind of goes with any sort of response that you give someone. Like, you can say a statement, and then the response that you get back is kind of like, huh, you're. a an idiot that's not what i meant at all you know like that sort of thing like that because i mean to anyone you say a statement to them they'll just they'll take it at face value anything that you can say they'll take it at face value like when you tell me that you're sleeping at 3 a.m recently you know everything i'll take it at face value in the sense that you know without understanding of the background of it but that goes with anything and that it's it's it, it it's something that's like very small and menial but at the same time can eat away at you, especially if you're like feeling a type of way about it, you know what I mean? But yeah, man, don't deep it, don't deep it. It should be sweet, it should be sweet. Another thing I realized recently, Christian, our friend, our friendship circle is like all of these little bubbles where it's sort of in our nature where like we just listen to someone and we don't really just, we, we don't gossip. It's in our nature. Like, you, you know, our friend circle, like everyone's pretty true to their word and not really just spread shit and it creates this bubble now there may be one or two people that take advantage of that and just vent like crazy and, and all of a sudden you have all this extra information but you can't really tell the other person because it's not in your nature and it creates this weird like thing but that sort of thing we, we have all these bubbles like me you we have our own bubble so me and kevin i have a bubble with him you and kevin probably have a bubble we have all these different bubbles and it's sort of leads to this massive miscommunication, I think. Maybe. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Because I only realized that. I think when I was talking to you, I was like, holy crap. The things I'm getting, Christian probably gets like a whole different side of the story. And, 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 but then we're not telling each other because like we, we don't. That's not in our personality. It creates this weird ecosystem. I mean, that happens with any friend circle that you're with. You know what I mean? So it's kind of just like it's no matter if you guys think you know you're in like a very open honest bubble with like say five people it happens bro you can't you can't change it like it happens like it is what it is like you can't you can't change that you know what i mean but because like other friendship bubbles if someone says one thing they're gonna tell the other person <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, we're like not like that at all but yeah, it's a good and bad thing. But I guess yeah, I don't know what what, what it ends up with. But that, that's something I really I recently thought about. But yeah, maybe it's not a big deal. You're right. Or maybe it's not like the thing is it's it's not some it's not something I've thought about at all until you mentioned it now. And I'm trying to like think in my head as if like yeah, like I'll just talk to you guys individually. I've never really deeped it like that. Though. I'm not gonna lie to you at all. So I'm just trying to like really deep it but you know what it is what it is I, I, i'll keep saying it is what it is because sometimes 
it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like you just you just can't escape it. But I want to I want to bring the attention to something something that I recently just looked at. Um, I recently saw popular. Um, so Ralph Lauren, the brand Ralph Lauren, love a bit of Ralph Lauren. So they're now selling a digital apparel for avatars inside this South Korean social network sort of virtual world. So the South Korean social network, it's got like 200 million users. It's called Zepeto, Z-E-P-E-T-O. So, yeah, so Ralph Lauren partnered with Zepeto and are selling digital avatars. Like, obviously, it's the same. We've talked about this so many times, like in TF2 and so many games, you can buy apparel and everything, right? You can buy special hats and everything. And in the Steam store, you spend money, et cetera. But like, this is an actual brand partnering with a like a virtual world to sell 12 to 50 unique items each price between around 57 us cents to 2 86 us cents and this is in like south korea um well i think it's a south korean virtual world so like these like from what i know is that south koreans are very stylish people last time I, like i was there i visited and like they have some good fashion sense like those people like to dress so like it's a very smart move from ralph lauren to do this in terms of implement their own sort of merchandise on the store because they make money off the clothes they sell obviously a huge huge markup and then now they're just selling bloody digital apparel what the hell like what that's like it's like the simulation is breaking because we're seeing like an actual apparel brand like a worldwide renowned brand selling items on a on a virtual world store for Avatar? What? Dude, this just <laughs> This reminds me, so I used to play this game called Maple Story. And it, it had this sort of like it was like an MMO, it was like a social game. And you might walk around the town, you'll see these like girls or guys saying, looking for a boyfriend, looking for BF, looking for GF. And it was just weird. And then, I don't know, I was playing my sister's account or something. So I was playing a girl character. And then there was this guy saying, looking for GF. I was like, yeah, what's up? Like, I'll be your girlfriend. And then like, we're talking. An hour later, he's like, send me a photo of your boobs. And I was like this like kid, like I was 15 or something or 12, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, you send me a photo of your first. And then, I, I, may, I think it, I got a pick. I don't remember clearly, but may, may, I, I think I got a pick. And like, it was just weird. I was like, what the f is this? And I closed it. And, and then in the game, there's like ways where you can like make love and shit. Like you're making like weird faces, but then you pretend to kiss, but it's all in game. And that's what I was thinking of when you're telling me about this VR world. I was just thinking back to that. I was like, it was like a weird time, and dude, like I'm this little kid and the guy's like this adult. Or maybe at mid-twenties or something. But it's weird like that. That's some scary shit. That is some scary shit. Especially when you're like, you're right, like, there's no real moderation in these online worlds and stuff. Because I remember ages and ages and ages ago, um, early high school, year seven, late primary school, year six. Bebo, do you remember Bebo, like I swear there was, not not Bebo, there was, no, that's a social media, there was a game that everyone used to play, kind of like Sims, but it wasn't like Sims, I I forget what. Did everyone have um, big heads and stuff, big googly eyes, yeah, short yeah. bodies, type of eye? What was it called? What was it called? I complete. I can't remember either, like, it's at the tip of my tongue, but it's not, you know what I mean? Um, it was like, it was a game known for like online relationships as well, and yeah, it was weird like that. Yeah, it was weird. So like, I'm just remembering and I'm like, so I was a curious little year six, what, 11, 11 year old. So I went on it because all my friends were on it at the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, bro, you should get it. So I got it. Yeah, the same thing. Like, I just had a flashback now where it's like people come up to you like male, female, looking for boyfriend, looking for girlfriend. And then like, yeah, you just reply to someone just like out of nowhere. Like someone says they're a girl and you reply just to like, hey, and then they're like, um show me a photo of yourself and i'm just like i don't like at that time a i didn't have a device where i could take a photo of <laughs> yeah. right and then b i'm like i was just like oh no nah, you first or something and they actually send a photo i'm like okay this is weird and creepy so i like i stopped after like a day of playing or whatever right because i didn't even know what you're doing and then like 
Yeah, now I'm just thinking back on it. I was like, dude, that was a weird time for the internet because there's no, like now we're also connected and it's and anyone can do that. You know what I mean? Anyone can see or like, like see who they're actually talking to. But back then it was just like, bro, half the people that would be like looking for boyfriend, looking for girlfriend or like, you know, looking for BF, they're probably males just trying to get like this weird, weird characters on. But like, look, we're going to move on from that as well because that's a, weird time to be alive that's a weird we didn't have devices where we could send photos i didn't have a phone with a camera until like bloody 15 16 years old until so back then you want to take a photo on your camera get out your sd card put it onto the computer drag it onto the computer it's like a long long process but yeah dude i remember that day i was like you you were totally like i'll oh, take off your clothes and you just take off your clothes in in the in-game character it was weird like yeah, what a weird time, and, and it was like a mixture. It was a weird community where it was a bunch of people in their twenties, but you always had a you also had a bunch of people pre fifteen year old. So it's like this weird mix. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird like weird, really like borderline illegal and predatory mix of shit, and you just like. That really happened, didn't it? Like, that really happened. Like, that was a time of our lives that's like, you know, unlocked memories that you just forgot that you had. And I'm just glad like, un- you unlocked it because it would have been just awkward for me. If it was just like, oh, okay, interesting, Andy. But I'm glad this is like a common thing. <laughs> and I'm not crazy, yeah. We're not, we're not saying that we, like, you know, were on a madness and, like, saying weird shit on that. No, not at all. We were young, naive, and then, like, didn't know how anything works because we didn't i didn't have social media until like like i said like ages later right and that's not an excuse but at the same time i was in year six and i'm seeing all that shit happen you're just like is this normal you like you suddenly like because you know you bro that's the thing bro these older people target the younger people coerce them into doing weird shit and those younger people probably don't know any better they think it's a normal thing within the games and then suddenly bro i'm a guy bro <laughs> After that, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I logged out. I was like, no more playing a girl character. I'm just going to play. Dude, I remember I was playing this girl character and there was this guy just following me in game. Hey, will you be my girlfriend? Hey, will you be... And I was just running around and she just kept following me. And I was like, is this real? Is this happening right now? Yeah, 100%. And it's just like... I'm trying to find this social media game as well. Yeah, I'm like, has, like, I don't know. I keep saying Hasbro, but it's not Hasbro. It's not... It's not Bebo. Damn, Hasbro is old Hasbro. school. Habbo. Habbo. Is it Habbo? Yes, it's Habbo. It's Habbo. H-A-B-B-O. Habbo. Oh. That's the one where it was like ages and ages ago. But you know what would be interesting? Dude, we're seeing these ads everywhere. The banner ads for Habbo. Habbo. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like. Okay, I've just unlocked a memory that I didn't know I had. Anyway, now that I'm thinking about Habbo, just a quick little segue before we might look into wrapping up this episode. NFTs are huge. Could have, like, you're seeing Zepedo partnering with bloody Ralph Lauren, like a legitimate, huge, like one of the biggest retailing clothing brands in the world. Right, like, NFTs could just make their way and make these games sort of come back to life with each individual character only having their own like like they could make it very very exclusive where it's like a like a habbo world but only for like exclusive people who own NFTs and stuff and then just like because like I swear there's games like that I don't know if there is I think you might have told me if there is I forget um but yeah dude like that's that's something that could potentially happen like with NFTs put like CryptoPunks and everything, pushing it into like the next phase, create like a, a small little virtual world for everyone to interact with only if you own CryptoPunks and everything. That would take off, I reckon. I reckon my, my guess feeling is over the next few years, there's going to be a few games, a few virtual reality worlds that sort of take on this space where you can connect your CryptoPunk wallet, you can upload your CryptoPunk onto the wall. There'll be a few of these games. And over time, one will survive. It's sort of back in the social media days where there was MySpace, Bieber, Facebook, all these social media, but at the end, Facebook survived. And then after we have all these different virtual worlds, one will be the main one that everyone associates with. Like, hey, uh, I'll meet you on VR world. 
hey, yeah, let's let's catch up on VR world. It'll be just like a common thing, like, hey, I'll, I'll message you on Facebook. Hey, I'll message you on Instagram. It'll become, well, let me get your VR world details so I can chat with you online. Um, and, and I think it's gonna be like a race to who, like which one will be the big one where everyone it's like on it, everyone's flexing their things. Because once you have one real VR world that's equivalent to real life, then the NFTs within that world become worth something. Hundred percent. I hundred percent agree. You'll see like a lot of them come up in the near future, but um, yeah, like is it like the another thought that popped into my head is like, you know, you give you give a virtual world, you give the space of a virtual world to like some of the most lucrative, high net worth individuals in the world who own who are able to own like expensive CryptoPunks and NFTs. And you could just create like a weird, weird, like dystopian sort of society, like online society where it's just like, you don't know what sort of weird shit could happen. Cause like, you know, like just, I'm um, just, yeah, yeah. Like secret online yeah. VR, like you're like, finally, this might be a thing that like gives celebrities freedom and then let them really thrive as freaks. Cause like a lot of them do have freaky natures. Dude, before we wrap things up, CryptoPunks, the base price is 125 ETH. Yeah, last I checked yesterday, 75. Before it was 50. Before it was 30. When we first talked about it, it was 20. And I and I was thinking about buying it then, but now I can't. It's 125. Like that's 400 thousand dollars for the cheapest punk. Yeah, I was gonna say 400 thousand dollars. If you thought about buying it at 20 ETH, you could have already made a lot of money. Hindsight's 2020 or some shit like that. I forget the saying. One of my friends is going to slap me if I forget it. But yeah, it's so easy to look back and be like, oh yeah, should have invested in Shiba Inu this time last year. You'd be a multimillionaire. Should have invested in Bitcoin. Should have got an NFT. Ah, bro, what can you do? It's always it's always easier to look back than it is to look forward. But with that being said, we're going to wrap episode 50 up here. I think this is a great episode, really good episode, back and forth, back and forth, a little bit of snippet of the um, past as well. So yeah, I'll let you wrap it up, but I just want to say yeah, thank you to everyone that's listening. Appreciate all the support. 50 episodes in, another 50 to go. Take it by milestone by milestone. Great episode, guys. I really appreciate all the support. Really enjoyed doing this. This is something that I'm personally really passionate about, and I'm excited that Christian has been able to just tag along. I know, like, my sort of like every time I say 500 episodes, a thousand episodes, it does freak Christian out. But I'm glad that Christian's here on the weekly basis. No pressure, Christian. If you ever want to dip, it's totally fine. Now, I'm not saying that you want to dip or anything. But I really enjoy doing these. And, and when I die, I, I want a robot. That's why I'm doing this, Christian. Because when I die, they're going to take all the content of the thousand episodes. And I'm going to be this librarian where people can just talk to Andy Mai. That's the goal. That's the end goal. That's why you want a Tesla humanoid bot so you can implement your own AI into it with a thousand episodes. Shadow clones. Remember when we talked about shadow clones? That's it. That's it. Shadow clones. Buy a bunch of Tesla bots, download my thousand conversations into their heads, and now there's a thousand me's. I'm going to take over the world. That's a plan. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Look at episode 50. Had a blast, and hopefully, you guys enjoy. DM me with any questions. And yeah, have an amazing week, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.